When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit ChildAndFamilyResourceNetwork.org today. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Geralt. <laughs> Hi, I'm Gerard Farley. And I'm Neve Kavner. And you're listening to Agony Rant. Yay! We're back. We're back. Neve. I got you right. Season you. two. It's like we never went. <laughs> I know. It's people, as if we never said goodbye. I know. People feel that way. I'm very strong. <laughs> It's like we're afraid. I know we're, <laughs> people are probably refreshing their feeds going, I thought you promised us a break. No. <laughs> this is like that Ross and Rachel break, isn't it? It's like yeah. and friends. We were on a break. Yeah, not so much. Not then. so much. No. <laughs> um, you're very welcome back, listeners. Yes. We missed you so much. We, um, I, we hope you enjoyed your best bits. Curated by Neve Kavanagh. Oh, well, you know, I did. I did a lot of <laughs> deep diving. That's only for the first 20 episodes. And the next 20, I'm going to curate. It takes a lot of work to listen to yourself and not to, I spend my whole time laughing at you Grode that's it and I realise how unfunny I am <laughs> well that's good because I think it makes up for all the years I spent listening to your songs what do you mean that's good <laughs> this is where you say no you're funny too Nee. oh no you're hilarious too <laughs> of course you are I had people in Edinburgh come up to me I was approached on numerous occasions oh really but now is this about the podcast or are you just getting approached no to talk, talk about how funny you were oh oh I swear to god now I backhanded someone right across the face <laughs> Really? Me trying to sell a show over there and they're talking about how funny you are. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. And, yeah, it was a real slap in the face. I Is that you. because they were expecting me to be an Adurel bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? I told them that's what you were. I was like, she's a real piece of work. You, oh, you want to see her off camera. Oh, nightmare. nightmare. Very precious. Oh, Very precious. That'd be me. Diva to the stars, me. <laughs> and how, uh, what, how was your time off? Well, my time off was full of traveling and interesting things. You know, I've also been assisting my uh, eldest boy who is home, as you know, and <laughs> he uh, he came home and he is considering his options. So I've been bringing him to interviews, literally like driving him up, go in there and get a job. <laughs> <laughs> Consider your options while you're earning money. I love the way that there's a whole generation of people that they just have an answer for sitting around. Oh, like they just they, they have a thing to call it. It's like. I'm actually assessing my life choices. I am considering my life options in my boxers in my room, basically. <laughs> and I know he will not be offended by this because, quite frankly, he doesn't listen to me at home. He's definitely not listened to me in the podcast. <laughs> I, wonder his, I wonder will his potential employers be listening? Uh, he's Neve Kavanagh's son, isn't yeah. he? What, what does she say about him on the podcast? <laughs> he's amazing. He's amazing. Please employ him. <laughs> he's a godsend. <laughs> no, he is. He, now, to be fair, he... I know he can work and I know he's because he's worked for years and all that, but he clearly has come home Just and because discussed. he can doesn't yeah. mean you should. No. 
But do you not think that that's kind of across the board with young fellas and young ones now? You know what I mean? Nave, like, I'm, I'm not having a... I'm not having uh, the youth of today conversation. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, but they have a different aspect. You and I, you know, if we would have been in fear of our employers, we would have been in working and all that. They don't seem to have the same concern about that. Yeah, I think a real problem with the youth of today is that they have, <laughs> they take pride in their work. Is this you not getting involved in the youth of today conversation? <laughs> I just think, I just think that there's an awful lot to be said for not taking pride in your work. There's an awful, there's an awful lot to be said for looking into the mirror every morning and going, as little as possible, girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to do today. As little as we can get away with. Earn more, work less. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, that's what we've been always trying to attain. Oh, that's the like, goal. You know, that that's is the goal. The goal. Work that three is days goal. a year and rake in that cash. Three days a year? Okay, two. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right, Neve. You make a good point. Condense it over a weekend. <laughs> Do you know, if we did it right into a weekend, it'd be lovely because then the rest of the year, you know, because you don't want to break up the year. Like, that'd be really tragic. I know. <laughs> no, but here's here's the thing, right? In some ways, I don't understand it because I worked myself to death as a child, right? When I think about it, it's nearly healthier that they don't feel beholden to their employees. Oh, it definitely is. Fair play to him. Like, when the right thing comes along, he'll be able to jump on it because he'll have all the energy because he'll have done nothing for months. Super excited for that. The other thing I was doing was MOTing my car. So... I've been in a dilemma the last couple of years, you see, because my car is 12 years old. There's 190,000 miles <laughs> on it. <laughs> and it needs, I mean, I got it as a three-year-old car. and it was Your only, car's actually a nice car. No, it is. It is. It's a Seat Altia. It's, I mean, my kids always say, why do we not have a fancy car? And I tell you, when you were stuffing two boys in rugby kits and two dogs in the boot of the car, you're not having fancy. Nor, no. nor if you're doing 30, 40,000 miles a year, which sometimes I did. The thing is, <laughs> I had, I got the car when it was three year old and there was 3,000 miles on it. So the other 187,000 miles I have put on oh, wow. since I got it. right In and nine years. Yes. But also remember two years of those is COVID. Oh, wow. <laughs> and for two months of the year, I go up to Donegal so and do nothing. what's the plan then? Well, it needs a new shock and it's at this point where I'm thinking to myself, do I get that fixed or do I get a new car? What do you think? I mean, I, I never get a new new car because I don't believe in that. But, you know, I, unless somebody gives it to me. I mean, they can give are, it to are, me. Are you in like the frame of mind of there could be an accident. If there's anyone listening, because I know we have a demographic. No! <laughs> there's a rough element that listens to this podcast. We're well aware of that. Is there like... anyone that would burn out Neve's car so she could claim the insurance? No! <laughs> I live in fear of getting a car and then after having this lovely car that's been so good to me for so long and then in six months this other one is going to give up. Well, it's it's the devil you know. Yeah, the devil you know. It's, as they always say, it's better the devil you know than the devil you don't. He gets on you in every fucking place. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> we need to address something. She's not in the room. We right? need to address something okay, because we we, you've, you've got messages about this on social media <laughs> where people are saying... What's the beef with Sonia? I know. It's you. You have the beef with Sonia. It's not to do with me. Should have won. <laughs> <laughs> Rifle winner, 1993. Okay, let me explain for the, the listeners who are a bit nonplussed by this. Sonia and I were the last, I suppose, Two. we could have won. Either of us could have won in 1993. 1993. Things would have been very different. The very last 12, whoever got that would have won. So in other words, if Sonia got the 12, she would have won. And if I got the 12, I would have won. So that was the way it worked. All we needed was one point, but it really went down to the very last 12 and I won. 
it's nearly 30 years ago. For God's sake, let it go. I just uh, think there's a sense of justice that needs to be served here. <laughs> against who? You're my friend. What the hell is... What is... That justice for you. Sonia. Justice for Sonia. Sonia doesn't care. She's, a, she's very upset. Yeah. She's very upset. I've seen her. I've seen, Have she you talks done her? About I'm fascinated. No, she won't do it. Why? Me. I don't know. I think it's because I'm friends with you. That's no, what, it's I'm try, not. I'm trying to distance myself publicly. <laughs> well, you're going about it all wrong here. <laughs> um, yeah. Is that why you keep sticking up for her? Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, Sonia, I'd love to have you. Love to have you. Sonia, do it. He actually likes you better than me, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> he feels you were robbed. <laughs> now, I have to tell you about my Edinburgh journey, Neve. Oh, gosh, I'm dying to hear about it. Do you know what? I genuinely think, right, because when you go to Edinburgh as a comedian, right, they work you to, they work you like a dog. Okay. Like, it, like we did, uh, I did a show every day and I did like six compilation shows. It, like, I was knackered. But I was also, I was absolutely insane. <laughs> like. You were insane. I was so tired by the end of it. I was absolutely demented, right? I was getting out of an Uber three days before I left. Uh-huh. And he was dro- he was dropping me off. And I was kind of in that, you know, when you're tired and you're just in a stupor, but you're not asleep, but you're yeah. just like, yeah. it's all, it feels like you've just woken up. Yeah, I've done that when I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> you're slapping your face to keep yourself awake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I was getting at the Uber and I went to say thank you. And what I said was, was thank you very much. You've been a fantastic audience. No, you didn't know. <laughs> and do you know what, what the, the funny thing was? He Did didn't he think laugh. you were being funny? No, Please. he didn't. Oh, no. He was just like, what is happening? Get out of my car. <laughs> Thankfully, it was at the end. And do you know what I did after that? Straight oh, after that, oh. I decided I'd go to Primark to buy an umbrella. Primark? Yeah. Went in. Oh, yeah. Listen, I can go. I can go. I can what get a hell? basic bitch umbrella, no problem. What the hell? I went in. Four quid for an umbrella. Doesn't owe me a penny, right? right. <laughs> it actually doesn't. <laughs> because what happened was, I went, I got the umbrella off the shelf, and then I went downstairs, because I was like, oh, I'll have a look and see if they've got some white t-shirts. Yeah, we, we always, you, you can't you go do. into Primark. It's like the Middle Island, Little, you can't help yourself. Yeah, yeah you just have a little You're little just mooch. in. Yeah, yeah. Went in, went downstairs. The queue was too long. So I was like, ah, oh, forget it. I'm not going to buy anything. And I left with the umbrella in my hand, which I didn't realise I still had for at least another 45 minutes. Like, you at shoplifted? Least. Yeah, yes. shoplifted. Went in, I was paying for a coffee and he asked me like to, for my card and I lifted up my hand to, to take my phone in my bag and I was holding an umbrella. I was like... Well, I'm pretty sure if they didn't run after you there, they probably wouldn't be. But now that you've said it in a podcast, I'm... I'm well, I went back and I paid. Oh, did you? Yeah. I went back and they were very, like... <laughs> I'll be honest I thought they would have been nicer you thought it would I went in to pay for an umbrella grateful. that I previously sh- yeah I thought a bit of gratitude now wouldn't have got a miss well it would have impressed me I once walked out <laughs> I walked out at Tesco one time with uh, a bag of dog food under my trolley you know the way dog food bags are big right so I yeah. used to buy a big dog and I put it in under the because obviously I didn't want to take up the space in the trolley so I put it on the shelf underneath it's not really a shelf but you know where well the bag of dog food was in there and I came out the door and I was frazzled. This is when the kids were really small. <laughs> it was a bit of a nightmare anyway. So I was going out the door and I got out to lift everything out and I went, oh my God, I haven't paid for the dog food. So I went back in. Because uh, that I, I wouldn't be able to sleep. Oh yeah, I, mean, I know. I felt there was nobody coming it. after yeah. me. I'm pretty sure nobody would have been after me for that. But I just wouldn't have been able to sleep with that. I'd had to go back. That's I can't. I know, yeah. I went back the next day and mm-hmm. she, like they were just a bit like, oh. Yeah, well, they, they didn't miss the umbrella clearly. No. It was the four euro. I don't think there were two. It doesn't matter. You did what was right for you, Grode. I did. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah, that's exactly. What I'm I very thought. proud of you. 
Yeah. Very proud of you. Well, I also felt karma. Who's you know? Carmel? Carmel? Karma. You're like... <laughs> I thought it would be very bad car- karma to be carrying an umbrella. No, you just like the last in Egypt was a one star review the next night because <laughs> if only I'd paid for that umbrella. Was it raining in Edinburgh? Do you know what the interesting or thing was? Or was it for the like a parasol? <laughs> it didn't rain a drop after I shoplifted that umbrella. <laughs> but, but was it successful? Yeah, it was successful. I mean, I I mean, it went well. Like it didn't go badly. That's what I always say about Edinburgh. Like, I know. It didn't go badly. But do you, uh, is it because you're so busy you don't really appreciate it but what's actually happening at the time? Why do you do Edinburgh? Like, why do kids... I've been asking myself that for two weeks I was there. <laughs> it's like, why have I put myself through this? <laughs> like, I wanted to go and, and like practice the show before I do my tour here. Okay. And sure, I did three nights and then I was like, I'm done. That's it's all done. You didn't, you didn't have to <laughs> do the 20... more nights of this bullshit You didn't have to, have to do through. the 20 gigs to make it happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I was staying in um, this place in Leith, right, with with Neve and Cal, right? Mm-hmm. I was I was renting their spare room, and very nice people. And I was in this spare room, but I did a little, a little moment, little moment of trauma. In the spare room, yeah, because it was a gorgeous apartment. Like it's one of those, like an in an old kind of Scottish building. Like it's oh, really, yeah. really nice. And in on the <laughs> the doors in the apartment were, you know, those turn handle ones you know like, yeah. they're, like they're like a knob that you turn uh-huh um and you couldn't open the door because i put moisturizer on <laughs> on the, on the doorknob or no, I, I, I put moisturizer on and then i was trying to i was like i can't there's nobody else here <laughs> yeah the other thing that happened when i was leaving edinburgh right mm. was i had my suitcase i broke my suitcase oh. right it's an awful pain uh it's and terrible because you get you get used to it. You have a traveling case. I know, yeah. Yeah, and, and you get so used to how you pack it. Now, I've had this one for years. And Joanne did say, she saw it one day and she said, that looks like a case where you said to somebody, I'm going to buy a case. And they said, sure, I have a case in the attic. <laughs> 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 it's one of those <laughs> cases, right? And is it? Yeah, it's, I like it's, that, it's been around. I've probably had it longer than you had your car. Oh, I was just like, going to say, this is like my car yeah. then, isn't it? <laughs> and the what happened was it broke, but like it's kind of like the like because it broke at the bottom. Yeah, it kind of buckled the axle. So when you pull it, mm. like it's if you're pulling it very very slowly, it's fine. But if you if there's any sort of speed, it starts to bounce from side to side. So. <laughs> I was coming down by Princess Street the morning that I was leaving. Okay. And this woman stopped me like this. She was quite old. Like I said, she was, she must have been 70s. Like. Was she concerned for your safety? No, she was concerned about my bag because it was bouncing side to side and she thought I had a wee kitty in it. No! <laughs> no! Are you serious? Yeah. Have you a wee kitty in that? And I was like, uh, like Scottish people are tough. Like I wasn't sure whether she was, you know, appalled or going fair play to you. <laughs> that's the sort of childcare. Or do you need a hand with that? Yeah, that's the sort of parenting that will sort out the next generation. <laughs> Attention, Agony Rants listeners! I am going to be going on tour later on in the year and early next year with my show Glamour Hammer, and I will be going all around Ireland and the UK. The dates on sale at the moment are Port Leash, Dundalk, Limerick, which is sold out, Galway, Belfast, Clonakilty, Waterford, Wexford, Sligo. Uh, I'll be at the Everyman in January. Uh, my Liberty Hall shows are sold out, but we've just put on a Vicar Street, which is very much not sold out. So, <laughs> not just yet. So come along, we'd love to see you there. 
How do I get tickets, Gary? You can get tickets, Eve, by asking me. I know. <laughs> but all of those other people, they can buy them on GarethFarrelly.com. I don't think these people are aware that uh, we are part of the Headstuff Podcast Network and that there is special bonus content. Oh, and how does that happen? Because we talk about it all the time. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> but what you can do if you like the show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because Neve spends a lot of money on Diesel the whole time and I'm not shipping in. I'm just not shipping in. Enough is enough. No, he really I have enough. doesn't. No. Uh, I'll buy a muffin. The Diesel's their own business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, you never bought me a muffin. So, if, excuse me, I bought you brownies. Brownies, today. yeah, brownies is different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. fair point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you would like to support the show, and if you would like, to, if you're enjoying the show, and you would like to contribute, you can support us by subscribing to Headstuff Plus. Yeah, that would be amazing if you did. Yeah, and Headstuff Plus, uh, you can pledge as little as five euro a month, and that will go towards diesel and <laughs> brownies and boots and. Yeah, I mean, if there's a little bit left over, I'll feed my cat. You don't only have to pledge a fiver. You can pledge a tenner. You can pledge whatever you want. Yeah. And, uh, and most of that money will come to us. It's just uh, a way of saying thank you for yeah. all of these hours of pleasure that we're giving you. I know. Um, And we're not the only show on the Headstuff Podcast Network, oh, no. even though we are the jewel in the crown. Uh, without a doubt. Without, without a, a doubt. doubt. Gone doubt, as they say at Oscarilla. Uh, gone doubt. But actually, this week we are promoting Stephanie Preisner's basically, show. Basically. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So this, if, if it's my understanding, it's about, she talks to people like Michal Martin and she breaks down the, the, the complexities of the pandemic and then Luke O'Neill who I actually sang with recently um, You sang with Luke O'Neill Luke O'Neill yeah he sings yeah he doesn't you know Do you know anyway. what anyway the pandemic has given <laughs> scientists a position in society that they really don't deserve it's like it's over now back in your box I know, Luke leave it to the musicians I know but Luke he, he knows stuff he knows stuff and he, you know he's he's a lovely boy but you know here's the thing they, they, they talk about personal finance personal mental health and everything from death to taxes that's like us actually yeah it's basically if you have an issue yeah she'll give you the short version yeah it's great basically Stephanie Prizer it's out every week so uh, here's a little clip from the show mm-hmm. Hello, my name is Stephanie Preisner and I'm here to tell you about my show, Basically. It's all in the name, really. The show makes things basic for people. We've done episodes about world religions. We've done episodes about COVID. We've done episodes, a lot of episodes about mental health and different aspects of mental health to make things accessible to people. One of the great things about the podcast is that you can contact me and let me know what topics you would like. So have a listen, see if anything tickles your fancy. And if there's something there that you think is missing, Please get in touch with the show. We'll cover the topic and then you can listen to it. We're part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, so you can find us on headstuffpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. So because this is our first episode back and we're catching up, uh, we just asked the listeners to see what they did when we were off. Are you sure? Um, You sure we want to go down here? Some of you have had quite quite an eventful couple of weeks. Um, so, Belle says, I went back to work as a sex line worker. I lasted a few calls. I'd lost my stomach for it. I'd rather be poor. Well, now, Belle. Uh, and see, Belle has sent another one there. She says, also been in hospital. So, yay, it's been a banging few weeks. Fair play, Belle. Well, surely it's been not. quite a couple of weeks. Uh, I thought Edinburgh was hard. I know. Could you be a sex line worker? Absolutely. No problem. Yeah, you'd have skills. Yeah, look, fair, 
could use your voice, no, right? I, no, I, th- I think you'd be throaty. better at it than I would. I, I'm very throaty. Yeah, especially you can if, be, I can be super throaty, like, yeah. You, you, that sounds wrong in that a, context. You, <laughs> you know, that kind of really... You have a very husky tone yeah. to you, you know? Mm, especially if I've been out singing a lot. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. Are you enjoying yourself? <laughs> I could, yeah, I know. But every time I think about sex line workers, I see them, you know, kind of knitting. <laughs> But nobody really does that anymore, do they? do they? It's mostly visual now, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. More so? What I would say Not that is, I have a right, huge amount of experience, but... I would say that you would, you would have the tone oh, and yeah. voice, mm. but you wouldn't know what to say. I don't think you would have the... <laughs> <laughs> I just think that you would end up saying things like, good man, fair play to you. <laughs> you know, like... I, no! I, think, I think you're a bit too pragmatic... No, I think you would definitely have the tones, but I think you would be like, have you any news yourself? (laughs) (laughs) I just don't, I I think... What's the crack? I'd say you'd be... Yeah, exactly. I think you'd be great at extending the call. Like, because that used to be... I'd be making the money. You used to have to make the... Yeah, I'd be making the money. as possible. I think you'd be great at that. But I I definitely think that, you know, value... I think value for money... I don't know whether I need to be offended by this. I... you saying you're saying like I've no I, like I, I just have no I just, skills and you know I, I, <laughs> what you, this is, I'm I don't not know sure. I don't want to know me <laughs> I'm not sure what this <laughs> but I just I, I think that on those lines I think that you have to be very graphic yeah maybe whereas I think you'd be god it's a shocking day out isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's absolutely ringing Oh. It's very hard. Tell you, you can't get anything dry in this weather. <laughs> <laughs> are you right, you are? <laughs> I just don't think it's for you. Fair play to you, Belle. You've turned a corner, you've turned a page. <laughs> the end of a chapter. <laughs> oh my God, There's I There's some feel... things that she can't do. There's just some things you no, can't do. Nate. You don't know. You have to accept it. You don't know. You'd have to ring the sex line to see, wouldn't you? <laughs> Uh, Megan Bracken says I fell getting onto a train in Cork and busted my arm also nearly took down another girl with me oh Megan that's awful when was this I was in Cork (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was just a say it alta solution by so I'm loving Mary's right Mary Malloy says potty trained a toddler the hardest thing I've ever done in my life to date nobody warned us now Speaking of someone who's potty trained three people, one who is about to have a child themselves, age 40, my sister Aoife. Right? Ah. Yeah. And she'll be loving that I just... I didn't know she was having a child. Declared, yeah. Oh, sorry. She's having a baby. Ah. I know. I'm so excited. I'm going to be a granty. Well, not really because she's... I am actually going to be an auntie, but I'm so old. It'd be like a granty. Ah, that's so cute. Yeah, no, I'm super excited for them. And but like, I really am. I'm probably just going to be standing on our doorstep every five minutes, giving her... Ah. And, and the worst part is she's got three older sisters and a mother who's probably going to kill her with advice. Anyway, but I'm just saying... And then I... and the, So that was all girls and that's fine. I'm from a house full of girls. And then I had to potty train the boys. Oh, my God. Potty training boys is very different. It is because they won't they sit down. A- and they can aim it. Yeah. They can though. Okay. I, like I remember I did, yeah. I, I remember my mum tells a story about me taking a pee in my uh, granny's handbag. Well, <laughs> is, is that when you were I small? Did, yeah. And there's a photograph as well. I read their books and I introduced the potty into the... Uh, 
shall we say, the environment and said, look, there's the party, there's, you know, and so they wouldn't be afraid of it and all. And, and they definitely resisted the urge to go anywhere near it. They wouldn't go near it. They wouldn't sit on it. They wouldn't do anything. I did all the lovely things, you know, to urge them to do so. And then I was giving up and my brain just wasn't coping with it. And then Tom, uh, the eldest, went up and literally leaned on the wall and peed into it like he was in a pub. <laughs> Like, he, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like a pub. He put his hand up on the wall and then leaned down and peed into it. And I went, OK. <laughs> Obviously, my objective was wrong. Do you know, I think potty training is successful if you decide you're ready for it. If you're in any way timid about it, forget it. I'm sorry. I'm hearing a lot of whinging going on here. Because right? ah, you've I never am. done it. No, and I'll tell you why, right? right go because on. humans are designed to use the toilet. We all use the toilet. I've, I've toilet trained a cat. Come you back have. to me. Come back to me when when you're toilet trained a species that isn't supposed to be toilet trained. I'll give you that. It is impressive that your your cat sits yeah. on the toilet. Mary, I feel your pain, uh, but now I'm going to tell you, oh, you're done. Don't mind him. <laughs> boo hoo! I, I had to toilet train a little person. <laughs> I tell you, I'm going to do a video of this, and I'm going to tack on my cat peeing. And <laughs> <laughs> I'd say they can't wait. Um. So Orna. Is it Orna? Or Orna, yeah. Orna, Orna says she started dating someone, but she looks a little unsure Orna, of their emojis. Yeah. <laughs> her, emo- <laughs> her emojis are going. Yeah, she's, she's doing the... So does the other is person... Is this a good idea? Is it not? Or is it like, does the other person know they're dating? <laughs> I was, now I have to say, you know? I was one of those... Were you? Yeah, I was like, we're engaged. Oh, really? But you know, they were like, who are you again? <laughs> <laughs> Do we know each other? <laughs> you sat next to, on engaged. the table next to them, yeah, was it? Like? We're engaged. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mad about me. Mad about me. He's obsessed. Okay. Well, Orna, I hope that that's you having a nice time dating someone. Yeah, Orna, you can't just, listen, you can't just drop something like that in there. Come on, we no, want to pick. We definitely need more. So, uh, you know, the unsure faces and then the laughy face at the end definitely requires some sort of thing. Even if you want to express it in emojis, it's fine. And then we can try and figure it out. (laughs) I'm always like, it's always such a terrifying time. I was talking to somebody about this recently. Like when you start dating somebody, it's been so long since I've done it. I've forgotten that feeling of being kind of mad about somebody. And unsure how they feel. Yeah, but also like Mm. there's that feeling that the bottom could just drop out of it at any moment. Like it's very scary. To be honest, if I was single again, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'd be arsed going back into it. I, I genuinely, I don't think I would. Yeah, I we talk. You know, women of a certain age often talk about whether we bother breaking another one in. You know, you'll have to watch whether you've brushed your hair, or you know, you'd have to, you know, that level. I'd, my, I'd have to shave my legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right for you, blokes. You don't have to do all that stuff. You know, you still have to groom. Okay. I mean, you have to keep things a bit. I know, I know you, know. you do. I do a bit now, to be honest. That sounds like I'm not kind to my husband, she, but you know. She, <laughs> I'm, I'm sometimes she'll mow herself every so often. I'll take the winter coat off around February or March <laughs> when it gets a bit warmer. I, do, I have to say, like, I'm okay with my own company. Yeah, me too. And if I don't have my own company, I'd be mad. You would be. Yeah, I would. You would be I'd that be, hermit. I, yeah. You'd be that person in a loincloth going, you know. Yeah, I'd be going down to Tesco's with a bag of cats. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you'll never be on your own. You've got cats. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you'll have at least four months. Hi, Neven Garode. Love, love, love your show. Great start. Great start. You both make me laugh so much. I have a problem for you. Okay. Okay. 
Straight to the point. Recently, my extended family set up a WhatsApp group. <laughs> we both have the same feeling, oh don't gosh. we? <laughs> there are about 30 members, and as you can imagine, it's hard to keep track of. For some reason, my nieces and nephews have been added to the group, and they are all quite young and have their first phones. That's a nightmare. Well, my yeah. niece is 14 and has taken to really oversharing in oh. this WhatsApp group. I love it. I part, love it. Part of me would like that, actually. She posts video messages and voice notes. Voice notes. And they are usually about how annoyed or depressed. <laughs> that will make me laugh. <laughs> I'm not worried about her at all, but a lot of it is looking for attention. Uh, my sister doesn't see the harm in it, but I find it really annoying. My sister. So is that's her mother, I guess. Yeah. My sister doesn't see the harm of it, but I find it really annoying. Also, the last time I was over, she posted a picture of my in the group and had... Of me. Of me in the group and had, guess who's come over to moan underneath it. <laughs> I'm kind of in love with this I kind of like this kid. I like this kid. And she's doing it to all of <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, I was annoyed, but to be fair, I was moaning. <laughs> Well, fair play, Jillian. Fair play, you're taking this well in. This is a good roast. Yeah. I've mentioned it to my sister and she doesn't seem to care, but, but I think it's really weird. Our extended family isn't close, so I'd imagine my niece oversharing is really jarring for everyone. But before she joined the group, it was only ever for family announcements. Do you think I should say something to her? I should also say that when she posts in it, they do tend to reply to her. That's from Lynn. Well, then. Where are you on this group? Where am I on this? Look, those WhatsApp groups, like I think a WhatsApp group with anyone over five or six people, it's, it's just it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare because you like, you most of the time you don't know how it's been received or who's receiving it or who's even reading it or who has muted it if there's 30 people in a group, right? <laughs> but I would say, you know what? That's what kids do. I know they do. Like they just overshare and it's obvious that she wants a, a bit of an audience and yeah. um, there's nothing you can do about that I wouldn't say it to her like what I would say I think she's already aware to be fair yeah she to- she's totally aware especially if nobody's <laughs> like they, they do reply to her but if it's a quiet WhatsApp group I mean would you have a word like if that was one of your kids would you have a word I might no no you you know the way I do with children <laughs> young people I give them grief like yeah. my, my children are well prepared for the adult world because I have done nothing but give them sarcasm their whole lives <laughs> so, <laughs> so and, and you know they would quite readily if they were here they would actually agree with that you know they, it does nothing yeah. phases them now I think it's really jarring when a niece or a nephew because I've had this because my mm. nieces and nephews now are starting to hit their teens right? and all of a sudden like if, you, if I'm having a conversation with my sister about something all of a sudden they're chipping in and they have an opinion I'm just like when did you get opinions what's going on and do you know what it is right they get opinions first and they get like the they get the way of communicating like they're mm. well able to hold their own in a conversation mm-hmm. but the last thing that they get is the ability to read the room <laughs> and that's what's going on here <laughs> <laughs> she is not feeling the love here. No, no. So but she's then, getting just getting more and more needy for it. But yeah, what but she doesn't understand is that it's you're not, never going to get it there. It's not the environment for it. No, I know. But Lynn, do you know what I mean? I feel your pain. If you if it's annoying you, I get it. So just is there a way you can just mute one person in a group? 
Uh, I don't think so. Right. So the thing is, you can mute the group, which means that you're not getting notifications of it. I but mean, you could just check it every now and then. What, you? what she could do. That sounds like very boring, doesn't it? It's very boring. I mean, she could, yeah, she could mute the group. Yeah. But, but I mean, I would say that anyone that's in a family WhatsApp group and doesn't have that group muted already, <laughs> I think you are playing a very bad game. Um, you clearly have nothing else to do with your time. Exactly. Yeah. I think what I think what she should do is maybe have a chat to her mother and just go, that's hilarious. Like she's pouring her heart out to these people mm. and we all know what they're like. They don't care. They couldn't care mm, less. I know. And just it'd be interesting to see what her mother thinks the whole thing. Yeah. But, but I totally get it that her mother is probably like, Look, she's you know she's a young person. These are her own and cousins. it's not she a bad place to, to do it, it yeah, among her exactly. family. <laughs> I'd much rather her she was doing it in there yeah. than she was doing it on social media. It's a or safe something. space. Then it's it's just a safe like, space. She's only fourteen. Though, yeah, so. I mean, I love, I love, cute, I actually though, love teens cute. like that. I love when they get opinions. I know you don't, but I absolutely love kids because they they have apps. They're like my husband. They have absolutely no filters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, completely. <laughs> and yeah. no filters. And as you say, they don't read the room. Like, and, no. and part of me is sitting there going, "This is hilarious." Because they can't read the room. They they can't reverse out of it. No, no. So all <laughs> it's like you, it's like you just the like, sex line. Double thing. down, double down. <laughs> How deep can I dig? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> but, exactly what but it that's is. That's where they learn their life skills. You know, that's in an area that you know people can abrade them, but they won't die from. You know what I mean? I mean, I have to say now, now that I read that. Yeah. The idea of one of my if I saw one of my nieces or nephews doing this in in like the extended what barely WhatsApp group or something, I I think I would be like. Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> Come over now to your uncle around. <laughs> we'll have a pizza and we'll talk yeah. about this because yeah. clearly, clearly. You're, you're talking to people there. <laughs> There's some issues here. Yeah, nobody cares. I mean, she says um, she's not worried about her and I and I get it. It's an attention thing. And but at fourteen that is your job, isn't it? Is that is that a yeah. transition from being a child to being an adult? That's a really hard few years. Yeah, like you know it is years, horrible yeah. time. You, you when you're a bit precocious and but, like, people I, are I going, also, Who are you? <laughs> like grows, but it's what who said you could have an opinion? <laughs> but, but like the guess who's come over to moan. I love that. <laughs> I have to take her hat off to like Lynn to be fair now I know it's not nice but like you have to take your hat off to her there you know what well, I would have I just said I can hear you you know <laughs> you know I'm here I can see that <laughs> that's an interesting one like you could reply to her oh no I'm a disaster I the level of sarcasm that I, I let let kids is like outrageous <laughs> I, I love them I and, and actually quite a lot of them get the sense of humour they really get it yeah. but I can't help myself because sarcasm is my favourite thing. And, uh, uh, you know, when somebody puts in a little a little moment and kids are brilliant for it. Like, I just love it. And do you know what the other side of this is, actually? Mm-hmm. All we're doing, like all anybody's doing nowadays is telling kids to talk about their feelings. And then the second they do, we're <laughs> like, oh, none of us can handle this. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so, overshare I mean, it now. It is good. It is good that she's, you yeah, know, no, at least you just... know if there is every, anything wrong. Yeah. Well, she'll do a blog about it <laughs> you know that is good like at least at least she is sharing I think that's good I, know, I think it's a good thing I, yeah. uh, no but Len look seriously I feel your pain if it's annoying you then just block it you know just mute the conversation and go in and check and see if there's anything pertinent in your life every now and then but uh, seriously I mean uh, this will yeah. pass because very soon she's going to go into a room and not want to talk to anybody exactly you know yeah. age 14 you're still sharing I, by 15 and 16 they have nothing to say to you because just in case you might have opinions yeah this is going to be short lived and, and actually it's not a bad thing in a kid to be sharing I always say to my kids as long as I know I mean they're men now but the point is as long as you're talking 
and I know that I have faith that you'll come and talk to me if you need it. There, there is that horrible moment. I still remember it. You know, when they stop talking to you and then you don't know what's happening. Yeah. That is horrible. So as much as this is annoying, I have to say I wouldn't be too stressed about it. Do you know and, what, Lynn? I'm going to do some tough love here. <gasps> really? Yeah. I'm just like, you need to grit the teeth with this one. Oh. I, do, I don't think you should change. There's nothing. I don't think there's anything to be changed here. Well, I don't think you're going to be able to change anything anyway, Lynn. But you're no. just going to be like the the killjoy. <laughs> but maybe really. don't moan in front of her. You don't want to, like, <laughs> you don't want to give this little brat some ammunition. I oh, no, I just I just call her on it. <laughs> yeah, now that is the thing. Do you know what you could do? Like you you could get revenge there. You could like start posting her baby pics. Oh my! To the WhatsApp group. That's there good must one. be ones that would be mortally embarrassing for her. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be afraid to wage a war. I know. Let us know how you yeah. get on, Lynn. Yeah, do. We want to follow up. I know. We, we always want love follow follow-ups. from all of our... We got some follow-ups. Did we? Yeah, I just didn't print them out. Oh. But look. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot on me. How can, on. how can you ask for follow-ups and no, then we have, print we, them out? We've got some, yeah, yeah, We should do a follow-up episode again. Yeah, we'll do a follow-up. Yeah, yeah okay. in a couple of weeks. Excellent. Uh, listen, it's been wonderful to see you again. Oh, I know. You look so We're lovely. Back. So much. No, I, you're I, I, I look like death warmed up now. Mm, yeah. The eyes are dead. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, dead behind the eyes. <laughs> not my you know, last show. Not my last you know, show shark in Edinburgh. Dead, yeah, you know, but just look, I'm tired. My last show in Edinburgh, I threw four people out now. Did you? Yeah. Why? They were laughing at the wrong time. I was like, no, enough is enough now. But that's your fault. Is Hit that not road. your fault if they were laughing no, no, at the no, wrong they time? Too, they were drunk. Oh. Yeah. I'm just like a, an absolute. You're taking no nonsense. No (laughs) nonsense on your gate. At the set, we're going (laughs) to rattle through this and we're getting this done. (laughs) Because I'm going home after this. Yeah. I know. Poor baby. Did you enjoy it? Or did you have a party after? Absolutely not. No. no. Okay. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> right. Well, we'll do it together next time. I'll do this. There's a lot of people worse. A couple of people said it to me. No. Why doesn't Eve do a show? What? Because she's not the funny one. That's why. <laughs> right. We'll see you all next week. <laughs> Lovely to be here. Lovely to be back. I need to take Corona um, aside here for a minute. <laughs> Always lovely to speak to you. Uh, agonyrants at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. Yeah. Uh, and we'll chat to you again soon. Yeah. Love you. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Heard my little sis is buying a car. You'll need my secret guide. Gross, no way. I already used Capital One Auto Navigator. I bet your credit score wasn't impacted at all, so ha. I got my real rate and monthly payment, had an amazing test drive at the dealership, and made the purchase. Taking the easy way out. That's so you. Still not getting it. That's so you. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash Autonavigator. What's the room again? Uh, 1240, down at the end. Ooh, what's that? Sammy, don't touch that. That's someone's old food. Here we are. Do you have the key? You have both of ours. Oh, right. Not working. Rub it. Come on. Try flipping it over. Seriously. Why can't we go inside? Give me yours. You have mine. All right. Please, if you could just... Why aren't you opening the door? Can everyone just shut the... Don't go there. Go on a real vacation. Go RVing.
Learn more at GoRVing.com.